0: It's the, dort dork, dork, it's the Dork dort dort, dort, Podcast. Mastrash, Rich it's the Dork Podcast.
1: Rich Keefe. It's the
2: Dork Podcast. It's the Hashtag
1: Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you?
2: I am having a week, my man. I am having a week.
1: You are having a week. And I'll tell you, it was yep. good to see you in person this past weekend. Haven't done that in a bit, so that was enjoyable for everybody. Wasn't that lovely? It was a nice, it was a nice little get together in beautiful Boxborough, Massachusetts.
2: And you know what was nice is you you, sh- you showed up with gifts.
1: I did. Which is always lovely. I did. I showed up with gifts. I showed up yep. with some wine. Again, fifteen percent off your first order at kellyyoungwines.com If you want to get in on that sweet sweet action. So I and I will wine. tell you
2: this from a person who I'm not. I like wine, but I'm not really a wine person. Yeah. That, and that shit is delicious.
1: It is some tasty wines. That is for yeah. sure. And I, Like I said last week, my wife drinks more wine than anybody I know, and she loves that rosé. <laughs>
2: <laughs> can't get enough of it.
1: She could not. She literally can't get enough of it. So Whenever
2: I'm in the house, she's drinking it. Just so.
1: nonsense. Anytime I'm talking to her, I notice she's going back for more. Seconds, yeah. thirds, and fourths. All right. should we? Uh, we have a packed episode. This is one of our Comic-Con episodes where we play interviews from the convention. We have a handful of people to get to. Uh, Some better than others, but that's just the nature of the business, Ryan. Am I right?
2: That'll do it. It's a numbers game.
1: Yeah, it really is. Do you want to get to the uh, the news and notes? Let's please do that. He's he showing me up
2: with the with the acoustic version. Yeah, that's Is that the Mar- coffee house version.
1: That's Marcus from the Boxers dropping a little acoustic version of this Whoa. week in Dork. What do you think of that?
2: I might have to come back at him with something with one of my own. I
1: think you might. Let's begin yep. with uh, it was Oscars, the 90th Academy Awards this past Sunday. Did you watch? Did you care? Thoughts, takeaways.
2: I did not watch because I was doing uh, my my job. Uh, it was after a long day of Comic-Con, so I, but I was following along on Twitter. Yes. So that, that was how I got. I, but I was up to date. And I was current on all that.
1: It was very eh. It was, Jimmy Kimmel, the, the best joke of the whole night was at the beginning he said, uh, we need this show you know, to not go over you know, like four hours or whatever. We need this show to be you know, a little bit tighter this year. So whoever has the shortest acceptance speech will win a jet ski. And so that Which was awesome. And then they brought the jet ski out, like Price's Right style, and they had Helen Mirren kind of like showing it off. And then at the end of the night, they literally gave it out. Some composer, I guess, had the shortest one, and he was seen riding on the jet ski. So I'm like, that is funny. The rest of it, less so. It was not less so. Not as good.
2: Well, again, there's there's a, there's a tone in Hollywood right now that, that is, is a little heavy. Well, you spe- know, people aren't really into the jokes s- these days. And
1: speaking of that, how about Kobe Bryant winning an award?
2: Speaking of jokes,
1: they bring Kobe Bryant up there, and everyone's like cheering for him. I'm like, mm, you guys want to do like a little bit of a little research there on what's going on with Kobe? Maybe you're not going to celebrate him as much. I don't know. I mean, let you decide, but maybe you should get all the gather all the information first. On
2: I know, I know. Was it was it Lou? Was the Pixar movie? Uh,
1: Is that the one?
2: What I believe it was. There was a. It was one. Yeah, it was called Lou. It was awesome. I don't know how that one didn't win, but that that's fine.
1: But hey, they they went with the, with the Kobe. Uh, Shape of Water won Best Picture. We both saw it. You liked it, I think more than I did. Although we both yep. like Three Billboards more.
2: Yeah, I think Three Billboards is like the one that's kind of kind of stand the test of time. I think Three Billboards is a is a better movie. Yeah,
1: it's pretty damn good. It it really was.
2: Uh, um, I tell you, I saw that Lady Bird. I didn't love it.
1: No, Didn't I see, love it. I did. I liked it. I thought uh Ronan uh, was was great. I thought she was really really good.
2: And for me, like I said, I said in a tweet earlier today, like I feel like every 4 years like one of these movies comes out. Yeah, you know what it I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, so it's this year's I said to my wife like 10 minutes into the movie. I'm like, so it's this year's Juno then.
1: Yeah, it was Juno, but they talked more like people talk. Like Juno had that weird dialogue
2: yeah, but there were, like, times where, like, the, the, that's not how teenagers at that age at that time talked, because, like, that was our, you know, we were in that same, because it takes place in, like, 2002, that's not a spoiler, but, you know, <laughs> right along, around the time where we were graduating yeah. high school, so, like, people didn't talk like that.
1: No, I guess they, they didn't. Um, no. But I thought she had a really good performance. And I was saying this the other day, too, I think I was, I may have been talking to my wife, it's like, how bad like the luck could be like so say you're an actor and you put on the greatest performance of your life and it's just awesome and you get you even get nominated for an academy award but you go up against francis mcdormand from three billboards or even at a bigger scale like you go up against daniel day lewis from like there will be blood and you're like well what the hell like what the hell yeah (laughs) like you could have won it maybe any other year in like a 20-year span but you go up against like a just absolute wagon and you're like forget it
2: and it wasn't it. I forget. I don't know if this is this is true. But I remember it was the same thing. Remember when everyone was like, "Oh, like Tom Cruise is going to win for like Born on the Fourth of July." Like that was like his best performance by far. And then like Tom Hanks came out with like Philadelphia oh, that yeah. year, uh, and you are like, "Jesus Christ, <laughs> good luck."
1: Yeah, you are not beating that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's going to happen all the time. So uh, I don't.
2: I think that timeline's off. But I think it was something like something that.
1: like that. I got you. Yeah, because yeah, Born on the Fourth of July was. Well, I'm not even gonna guess, but yeah, it was like yeah, all no, early yeah. '90s, late '80s, whatever it was. But uh, Sam Rockwell winning—that was good. That was good. It was good to see him yep. win. Uh, he was really good in that. I also think back to the movie Made, where he has a small role and it's—he kills it. Like he's so funny in that oh, role. The Goldfish. The yeah. Goldfish. Like the guy working at, the, the scene he has with Vince Vaughn is one of the best scenes of that entire movie. Like so that that yeah. is really good. He
2: throws the drink in. Can you just get out of the room? He throws out the out drink room. in his face. Can you just get out? And <laughs> I'm then he's sorry. Like, can you get out. He's yeah.
1: like, so he like gives the guy a $100 bill, and he's like, hey, so if this comes back uh, as a 50, is one of the rooms better than the other? He's like, I'm sorry, sir. He's like, is one of the rooms better? <laughs> all right, what, what, if you, what if you see me, you know, what if I give you 80? He's like, what? He's like, the rooms are all the same, sir. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to need the 80 then. I'm still going gonna gonna to the, the need the original 80. Uh, that was about it. Uh, Guillermo del Toro won. That was good. Uh, I got nothing else. Oscars? No,
2: I mean it's. I think what Shape of Water won the most. It had four. It was pretty. It was pretty scattered. Like there was. Yeah. You know, uh, Allison Janney won for I, Tanya. Very well, much deserved.
1: She was very good in that. Yeah. So,
2: you know, And I was, you know, surprised. Get Out wins Best Original Screenplay, which was, which is awesome. Good for Jordan Um,
1: Peele. That was very cool.
2: That was very cool. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got for the Oscars.
1: Okay. Uh, This is the biggest news. I forget the Oscars. The biggest news since the last time we did an episode is Avengers Infinity War moving up uh the release date a full week. They're going to April 27th. Yeah. So first yep. of all, May usually is like the unofficial start of the summer movies in May. And yep. now we're we're in April. So we are uh less than 2 months away from Avengers Infinity War. Which is uh, awesome. And so what's also interesting is they get a little bit further away from Deadpool cuz Deadpool also jumped up in front of uh Han Solo movie. Yep. So that's going to be in the middle of May, so now they separate a little bit further from that. I don't know if you also saw that Rampage, which was scheduled for April 20th, they jumped ahead another week as well. So the, the movie with The Rock, which is going to be yeah. a terrible video game, but April 13th it is now released is give it two weeks at the box office before Infinity War just dominates everybody.
2: And that's the thing. So we were talking about this when we were in person. We had actually a very good roundtable discussion with Mac and Goo and Wes from the the Boxers podcast where I was saying that the reason for this is that now Disney gives Infinity War three weeks to just crush the box because there's not going to be any competition at that that point. I'm I'm guessing. Uh, Rampage is going to be out two weeks and then Infinity War comes out and just blows everything out of the water for three weeks. Right. Then... Another Marvel property, Deadpool, picks up in that fourth week, right? And that's, that's a kind of a niche movie. So you're like, that's going to make us a lot of money, but only for about a week. And like, what are we going to do after that? And then they hit you with Solo. So that company is just for the next two months.
1: Yeah, right they're there, it. just
2: crushing the box office.
1: They're going to be making a ton of money, so they're uh, going to be
2: printing money by the end of by the end of uh, June.
1: Plan accordingly. So we're going to bump everything up. I think we're going to do a, uh, a Infinity War preview episode the week before Infinity War comes out, and then obviously we'll do an Infinity War episode after that. This is also came out. This is good stuff. In uh, 2019, there's going to be three X Men movies, and in 2020, there's going to be three more X Men movies.
2: It sounds excessive. uh, It does seem a bit much. Yeah. Uh, And if God help you, if this one isn't good, if Dark Phoenix does, it flops.
1: Well, that's the thing. So you have Deadpool 2 and you have X-Men Dark Phoenix this year. Uh, So the six X-Men movies don't include those. But what they will include Mm -hmm. is New Mutants. We know New Mutants is coming out the 19th. It was supposed to come out this year, but it's going to come out next year. Uh, There's going to be an X-Force movie. Right. So that's definitely going to be there. I would not rule out Deadpool three if Deadpool two makes a lot of money.
2: No, no, I would not rule that out. Now either. here's but the does question: Does that technically count as an X Men movie?
1: Now there's been some scuttlebutt about a multiple man movie with uh, I think potentially James Franco, although I think the shine is a bit off of him right now, so maybe it'll. be And I've, else. I've
2: also heard that there is a potential Squirrel Girl with Anna Kendrick attached to it.
1: Squirrel Girl would be under the X Men umbrella, and same with Kitty Pride. Remember we said Tim Miller oh, Kitty and. Pride uh, so, Kitty Pride and, of course, Ryan, your personal favorite, Gambit.
2: Yeah, that's not coming out
1: ever. Or right, maybe not. No. But still, I mean, we came up with six pretty quickly. Like if you include, Even without Gambit, like they can make yeah. six. I don't know how good they're all going to be, but that's, that's what you got. Uh, some Netflix news here, Ryan. Jessica Jones, Season 2 will be out this week. So, get yeah. in on that. I think we'll... We'll try to do what we do uh, most Netflix shows, give everybody a couple of weeks to see them, including ourselves, and then yes. do an episode. Then Luke Cage Season 2 will be out June 22nd. That was just announced today.
2: Well, good for Luke Cage. Yeah, good I, don't, for Jessica Jones.
1: I don't know who's excited about Luke Cage necessarily, but... Here we go. It was, it was good. Luke Cage is good. It was good. It was good. It's
2: entertaining. It was, it's not my favorite, yeah, but it's entertaining. It was good. It's not Iron Fist. It's so that's not good.
1: Iron Fist. It was a lot better than Iron Fist. All right, Ryan, Dork Madness 3 is upon us. It is the uh, third annual bracket season where we break down the, or we give you the important issues. And so year one, it was a comic book movie. It was a 64 film field. The Dark Knight won. Last yes, year, did. we did best comic book characters just for Marvel and DC. Batman won.
2: So we're heavy on the Batman. So we got to get away from that, from Batman. Here's what I'm
1: here's what I'm thinking for our uh, Dork Madness three. Our topic this year: best TV shows.
2: Yes, yeah, I like it.
1: I like it. Yep. So I've been doing some some thinking, and I think the best way of doing it. Well, the way we're doing it is four regions, and one is going to be best comedy shows. And then that way, that can include like Chappelle show and SNL, yeah. so it's not just sitcoms. Uh, best, you know, kind of drama, maybe sci-fi show could be another region. I think there's enough HBO shows to have their own region.
2: There should be, yeah. I mean, I, they're kind of in their own league anyway.
1: Yeah, they so. kind of are. And then that way, like, there'll be some sitcoms in there, and there'll be some whatever. But that's, I think, the best mixing, way. To do it. Are
2: you since HBO owns stars? Are you mixing in stars as well?
1: I'm not. Well, what's the okay. best that's stars right. show ever? American gods. I did not include that yet. Although I'm, that's right. I right. it's
2: only one season. It's all, it has yet to prove itself. It's only one yeah, season. Yeah, that's so. tough.
1: So I'm obviously open. You are the uh, the the rest of the committee, so I am open to all suggestions. And then an animated region where I like that. I think yes. that's good because I'll, you know, most of it's going to be adult cartoons. Uh, I'll throw like Batman the animated series just so he has a chance to win three straight dork madnesses.
2: Three straight dork madnesses.
1: But I think that's probably the the best way of doing it. And then we can go back to shows forever, but it has to be like a like a dork angle to it because that's who's putting on the goddamn bracket challenge. Yeah,
2: and people don't want to listen to us, you know, talk about you know uh, who brought it up, uh, like Frasier. Like
1: oh, Google, Frazier I think. was I'm fine. Not doing, I'm not doing Frazier, Frazier was fine.
2: It's not a dork podcast. I don't want to talk about Frasier. So right
1: now, selfish. like a little little. Uh, my number one seeds, so tell me if you feel differently about these. My number one seeds, and maybe next week we could even do a whole episode on this, just going through okay. how we came up with the brackets. But the number one seeds, I would say it would be Seinfeld in the comedy uh, bracket, The yep. Simpsons in the animated. Makes sense. Either The Wire or The Sopranos in the HBO.
2: No Game of Thrones.
1: No, I think...
2: You're not making them a one seed?
1: I think they might even be as low as a three.
2: I don't agree with that, but we'll, we'll move on from there.
1: Well, okay. The only reason I See, say that Game is,
2: of Thrones is like a cross-cultural phenomenon. You know, like, there, I, know people, I know people who have never seen an episode of The Sopranos.
1: Well, okay, but I would which also... Is, which but, is rare. But. but Sopranos is also completely done. Like, you, it's, it's done. Yeah, okay. So that kind of helps it a little bit. And, yeah. and The Wire might be the greatest show of all time. Uh and, you. And that says me, and Shark, and Woody, I think. <laughs> and then in the other one, probably Breaking Bad, like in the drama. Yeah, I slash think for Lyferman. drama, like yeah.
2: breaking, breaking Bad, that's no-brainer. And I think
1: I'd like. probably end up putting Friday Night Lights in that same region. Yeah. Even though it's more drama yeah. than anything, right?
2: Yeah. It's a network drama, so you have like that, and then you're going to have to put like This Is Us and Friday Night Lights. Ugh, so I don't know about This
1: Is Us. I'm doing uh, best. I'm TV, you, man, we're doing best TV shows all time,
2: though. People love that shit.
1: I know, but they also love lost the big
2: fucking big bang theory. If, if I'm I not hear here from one big more per- no, no, but if I hear ask one if one more person reaches out to me and we should talk about the big bang theory, I'm no. going to
1: quit. No, we're I'm not doing quit. big bang theory.
2: That's the worst goddamn thing ever put on TV.
1: So off the top of my head, the comedy region would be like Seinfeld, The Office, uh Arrested Development, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, 30 Rock, Parks and Rec, Cheers, uh,
2: all in the family. Lot, you gotta put that on. I'll
1: there. put yeah. I'll put all in the family in there. Cosby Show. Fine. I don't know, man. Not in this climate. All right. Uh, Freaks and Geeks maybe. Ah, one season. What about Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand?
2: I think you got to put like Kids in the Hall. You got to put that on there. What
1: about Chappelle Show?
2: Oh, you got to put Chappelle Show. Chappelle is one of the best sketch comedy shows so, ever. We got to put SNL in, in there um, too.
1: And SNL will both be in there. And I'm thinking maybe even Jackass. Maybe. You think? I don't know. Alright, we can we can workshop this after. Yeah. Are you ready for your portion of the program? I am. Do it.
0: It's time for Davey's video Game minute, Game minute, Even if it takes more than a minute.
2: Alright, what do you got? All right. So I got so. So speaking of Netflix and speaking of TV shows, uh, it was announced that The Witcher is coming as a Netflix series.
3: Oh, which is, I don't
2: know if you've ever played The Witcher, but it's a uh,
3: looks intense. Uh,
2: some people swear by it. It's it's an ultimate like RPG game where uh, for me, like I liked it. I thought it was worth the hype, but it's just way too much going on for me.
1: Yeah, like I think at one
2: time I was I was dealing with like six storylines.
1: No, it's too like, much.
2: Crazy. Too much like, crazy. It's so deep, like, the, it, and it's not as linear as like a like a Skyrim or something like that. So it's it's difficult to kind of. Uh, it's it's a lot actually, yeah, real I gotcha. fast.
0: So I hear you. so
2: it could be it could be a good TV series in that way. There's good lore there. It could be a great replacement for Game of Thrones if it's done correctly.
0: Ooh. Okay.
2: So it's got a little bit of that aspect to it, which is nice. Um, so people are excited about that. All right. Um. There is a new Overwatch character. Now yes. we haven't talked about her on air yet, but oh. Brigitta.
1: Is that it? Just is that Bridget,
2: it? Bridget. If you Brigitte? if you just want to say Bridget, her name's Bridget. Her name... <laughs> but I think it's pronounced in, in Swedish, I think it's Brigitte. Brigitte. Yeah.
1: Well that's obviously so we're what I'll say. To people butcher Come that get name for our... Yeah, just,
2: yeah, just... Bridget, her name's Bridget. Okay, and I, it's really cool for me because as a person who is a ma- is a tank main, yeah, but who also likes to help the team. So you have as you, you Overwatch fans listening right now, you have your offensive support characters, you have your defensive support characters, you have your just like Mercy is just straight support. You know, if you just want to heal people, right? But you know, like you have like the and this is a tank support, which is they've never done before. So I'm excited about that. Someone who can that's kind of exciting. push a little bit, but yeah. can help the team while doing it. So that's, that's very exciting for me. I like it. Uh, Fortnite is now the most watched game on Twitch. It is blowing Jesus. everything away.
1: You know what it is? I think it's, it's people like me just having a float.
2: Just having a float. If you want to go out and have a float, I don't, if you're watching uh, this kid, Ninja, who I, the least amount of people I've seen watching his Twitch stream is 74,000 people.
1: Oh, my God.
2: If he was just floating, he might not have that much, but he's got a ton we At one point, I saw him yeah. over 100,000 people.
1: Jeepers so crud.
2: Just one guy. and That's just one guy. That's so pretty that's, impressive. That's nuts. Um, so Far Cry 5, which, is, which we knew a little bit about from our friend Tristan Bessie, friend of the podcast Tristan Bessie, yes. hit me off that Far Cry was coming to the United States about a year ago. I wasn't supposed to tell anybody, but now I think I can tell people.
1: Oh, boy. So yeah, they just blew up a spot.
2: Yeah. So it's, oh, yeah. Whoops.
1: It's all um, right. I'll clean that up and post. I
2: kept it a secret. I kept yeah. it a secret. No, I know you did. You did a great job. So they have an arcade mode now, which you can, you can develop your own multiplayer maps, hmm. which is cool in and of itself. But get this. They're letting you add, since it's an Ubisoft game, they're letting you add elements from Watch Dogs, from Assassin's Creed, and maybe from some of the Tom Clancy games that they own. You can add elements of those games into your
1: maps. Oh,
2: which is which is like a cool. kind of a good idea. Yeah, it cool. is a shared universe. Um now here's some news for you. If you equ- if you're equating frustratingly hard games with critical success, like if you're like, hey, like I really the harder the game, the more I like it or the, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, that's Bloodborne
2: is now free on PlayStation. If you haven't played Oof, Bloodborne, I'll download it.
1: it. I'll play this. I I've never played it. I know it's like Got like what, like a nine point eight on like Metacritic it or does. whatever else, yeah.
2: But be prepared, and people rave, and the, and their fan base is rabid. That it's just like this and Dark Souls are like the hardest games. They are f- so frustrating, and a lot of it isn't the game itself; it's the mechanics, and it's like the story. So like, you acquire these items in these games that you don't even know what they do. You have to like read a book to figure out know. like what the hell this thing does.
1: I don't know if I can and do it, it.
2: It's so hard. Like, the games are so hard, and it's not even like you feel good about... Like, when you do you something, you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like, that took so long. All right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, so that's free. So if you're into that, you know, I just... I can't.
1: But no, I can't. on
2: the other side of that, PlayStation is offering Ratchet & Clank, the remastered version, which is so fun.
1: It's a little more of my if speed.
2: A little more of my speed. Yeah. And... uh a game called Mighty Number no. Nine, which is basically just a Mega Man ripoff, but it's actually very playable, very good, and it's free. So if you're waiting for Mega Man 11 to come out, check out Mighty Number no. Nine, because that's a, a pretty fun game, and it's basically Mega Man without calling it Mega Man. Nice. Um, Xbox Gold games, uh, Far Cry's uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon, which is like their. Uh, it's basically like. Uh, you know the trial bike thing, but it's like a, like a Far Cry Blood Dragon thing, so that's fine. Like, right. uh, so this is where Xbox kind of falls flat. They have a game called Super Hot, which is basically like half a game. It looks unfinished.
0: Ugh.
2: Um, and they have Brave, the video game, is free this month, Pass. along with a game called Quantum Conundrum, which is basically like a portal ripoff. So Pass. way to go, Xbox. You yeah. guys are really falling on your fucking face. Stink. But hey, what are you going to do? That's uh, my video game minute.
1: I thought that was more than fairly informative. Uh, being yeah, honest. That, was,
2: that was very informative. <laughs>
1: very informative. Time now, Ryan, for the topic du jour.
2: And what is that, my dear man?
1: That is the topic of the day, and today it is Northeast Comic-Con. Uh, actually, let me ask you, how should I title this? Would you say Northeast Comic-Con 2018, just Northeast Comic-Con, or Northeast Comic-Con 2, Electric Boogaloo?
2: I think any time you have a sequel, I think we're legally obligated to refer to it as Electric Boogaloo.
1: All right, so Northeast Comic Con 2, Electric Boogaloo, was in Boxborough, Massachusetts at the Regency Hotel. Uh, They had a couple of rooms set up. Actually, several rooms set up. They had a little cosplay event. They had video game rooms. They had all kinds of stuff. Ryan, how would you compare it? From last year's Northeast Comic Con, which was the first con we attended as a podcast, which uh, was at the J.C. Penny in the Hanover Mall.
2: Okay, so what we had here, we had a centralized. Here's the pros and cons in the J.C. You had a centralized location where you could just kind of walk around and you can kind of like get the lay of the land and all that stuff. This was literally they put it in a bank in two banquet rooms in the hotel itself. So some of the ex- exhibitions you had to go. Or the exhibits, oh, Ex-
1: God, exhibitionists. I'm, so I'm just so
2: tired. <laughs> um, you had to hang in there. Um, you had to go into a legitimate hotel room to play video games, which was I thought was a little bit creepy. Yeah. Um, Strength the in numbers, itself, though. I got. I got to tell you, um, for the for the person, the tourist who's looking to uh, visit Boxborough, Massachusetts. I hope there are better options for hotels. If not. You were in some trouble. I believe um, there's
1: not. I, I, that may be the only game in town. You may have to oh boy. Maybe go to well, they act like, Well, they act
2: like it because yeah. the water damage on the ceiling tells me that they just gave up a long time ago.
1: No, I know that you had a lot of boxes to check there, and you couldn't do it. There's a lot yep. of issues there. Uh, but we were able to speak with a lot of very nice people, which I think is always the case at Comic-Con, whether it's Boston, Rhode Island, Connecticut, or Northeast. And, uh, Ryan, let's just get right into these, shall we? Oh yes, please. Well, let's begin with the Queen of the Paranormal
2: in the Macabre.
1: This was a woman who had a a corner set up, she had a, a table, she had a big poster with her on it. Uh we'll get, we'll get to her name and everything here in a moment. I checked her out on Twitter. She actually has a pretty good following. I want to say like 39,000 something followers. Hey. And uh She, we have a lot to get to. This is the longest of the interviews, and uh, we even have a a video coming out with her in in a bit. But uh, let's just let's take it away here. See how it goes. I am here with the Queen of the Paranormal, Ko. How are you?
4: I'm good, and my real name is Karosha Ona.
1: I needed you to say it because I was gonna trip up. (laughs) No. Now, how did you get involved with this? And is this something, as a, as a young girl, this was a part
4: of your life? Well, I have had, um, we have seven over seven generations of women that go right back to Russia and Poland uh, that were dream interpreters, uh, spirit communicators, and things like that. So I kind of grew up in it, and I thought like everybody did this until we moved away from our little Polish community. And then, you know, you find yourself in high school and people making funny and everything like that, so. Uh yeah, I really thought everybody did this.
1: So she's a dream interpreter and she deals with spirits.
2: You should have this you missed a golden opportunity to ask her if she knew any dream warriors and then start screaming the Dawkins song from Friday the 13th. I know. I mean, I Nightmare on Elm Street interface.
1: You're you not wrong. On that. I did. That is a huge swing and a miss on my part. So, have you seen a ghost?
4: Have I seen a ghost? Well, I'd like to call it energy from the past.
1: I'm going to go ahead and say no, then. She
2: you no. Know, that's not what we're talking about.
1: That's that's a no. I'm going to skip ahead. That's, it's a long answer there. I'm going to skip ahead. But basically, no. I was shocked. Again, Queen of the Paranormal, she kind of poo poos a lot of the stuff. I was really blown away. Like, I think I believe more in the stuff than she does. It's very weird. <laughs> now, I assume you believe in the afterlife.
4: I believe in the afterlife. Um, I believe, uh, like you, in prayer. Uh... I don't know why she you... thought...
2: <laughs> when did you ever say that you believed in prayer? Like I
1: never when mentioned that to you her. You never mentioned it once. I don't think I'm, like, anti-prayer, but it's certainly not something, like, I do all the time, but... Okay.
4: Afterlife, um, I believe, uh, like you, in prayer. Um, so we can pray. Um, we know our grandparents. Um, well, you're kind of young. Maybe your grandparents are still alive, but mine. Half. Are, yeah, mine aren't. And um, I pray, and I can still feel their presence. And like with a, a buddy or an animal that passed away, you can still feel them there. Sure. Yeah. So I do believe in the afterlife.
1: Yeah. Based when off. Why do you of say that? Yeah, but you say that. I know, but she believes in it based off of prayer. That's different I, than like, yeah, I talk to ghosts. So, I suppose. I don't know, man. Now, it says here Queen of the Paranormal. Who gave you that name?
4: Oh, this is a really good question. Everyone in the ghost hunting industry said that I give it to myself. <sighs> Now I was on a radio interview in 2006 uh, or seven, and a gentleman called and he said, "I'm gonna call you Queen of Paranormal," and I'm like, "That's cool. It's stuck. I trademarked it, and here we are today." Is there? So a radio caller.
2: I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you that this lady's full of old sneakers because she, in, in one sentence she went from, "I believe in energy from the past." Right. And then she says she deals with ghost hunters. So it's like she did the ghost hunting community. So she's
1: like, yeah. she's been on what are all you the show, I don't know. Now, how about this? So she, she's the queen of the paranormal. So this is what I ask her. And we'll see. Here it comes. We'll see if she's picking up what I'm putting down. You are today. Is there a king of the paranormal?
4: Um, you know what? I think. I don't think so. But because they couldn't trademark it because queen is too close to king. So they'd never get the trademark. So. Oh, so no, there isn't.
2: I, I think I think she just missed what you were what you were getting. At. I clearly but,
1: didn't care if there was like an actual king. I was I was wondering spoilers, if she was married. Yeah,
2: I think she picks up on it a little later.
1: <laughs> I think she might. I think. There's a chance that she does. Now, paranormal to me means not just kind of ghosts, but also maybe aliens. Is that something you have any uh, familiarity with?
4: The paranormal is everything that borders normal but is not normal. You know, that's why it parallels normal. And that consists of cryptozoology, uh, Greek mythology. It consists of UFOs and aliens.
1: UFOs. <laughs> UFOs. <laughs>
4: It consists of UFOs and aliens, it consists of like a whole bunch of things. Not only ghost hunting or psychic ability or anything like that. So it's like a big multitude, but most people think it's just ghosts.
1: Now, more likely to meet a ghost or an alien, you think?
4: You know, that's a good question because personally, I've never seen an alien myself, although I've seen alien-like people. Would you like to meet an alien?
1: So now you got Goo chiming in. So Goo from Mac and Goo was there, and he was, at this point, uh, videotaping this interview because our
0: normal video guy, I was, Ryan,
1: later. was caught up.
2: Don't don't spoil it. I will tell you where I was later. <laughs> okay.
1: So you're going to hear Goo. Goo wanted to jump in because he wanted to know who she would rather meet. I asked what would be more likely, but then he jumps in with who would you rather meet.
4: Alien-like people. Would you like to meet an alien? Yep. I'd like to meet an alien. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. That's a good question, too. I, I would have to say, uh, sure, why not? I mean, I like different things, yeah. and if it really could be provable that there is, why not? I mean, they, they have proven that prayer does work, they've proven that energy does remain, and that's what we look for with the ghost hunting equipment, so why not the alien situation? My dad was in the CIA uh, so many, many know. years, and yeah. he he's passed away, but he's very familiar with Area 51, has been there, really? and said that there are some things that obviously he couldn't talk about with the clearance sure. that uh, we should be very aware of that will come to light in the future. So, whatever that means, Dad, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> How
1: about that? Dad and the CIA, that? so, you know, with the clearance, she he couldn't tell her everything, but no. maybe we'll find out at one point. Now, you think there's a chance that maybe aliens and people work together at some point. I don't know if you're familiar with the Grayata Treaty at all.
4: Right. You know, I, I, I work with a bunch of strange people. I like to call aliens myself. Well, me <laughs> too. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, I think in this world of the unknown, there's yeah. so much that is unknown to everyone that I would not uh, put it past anything that they don't work together or will work together in the future.
1: Now, the idea of vampires or werewolves, now, do you believe... So, obviously, I mean, you got to ask her about vampires and werewolves. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I absolutely. Mean, that's just par for the course. Now, the idea of vampires or werewolves, now, do you believe they came from somewhere? Is that just somebody's imagination, or perhaps they existed at some point, and maybe even still today?
4: Well, as far as vampires go, you, you can walk in a room, and you know when someone walks in that room and just steals all the energy, just yeah. takes the, sucks yeah. the energy out yeah. of the room. Cold you know? skin. It, exactly. Yeah. So, some people like to feed off of other people people's energy and they call that an energy vampire okay, yeah. I just call it a real downer you know right. get that person the hell out yes. of the room yes. <laughs> he's ruining everything right. so um right. you have that kind of vampire then you have the ones that take it to the umpteenth level and they want to drink blood and they wanted this yeah. and, and that's part of their cult sort of religion like thing let them have it yeah. uh, I'm not gonna do it
1: you never have oh god no, no. what a bizarre answer on vampires like just, en- energy vampires? Energy vampi She's a fucking energy
2: vampire. You know, like was was standing there, I was kind of in the wings and I was listening. I yeah. was okay. So I was almost abducted by a a woman who just decided to tell me about crafts. Crafts. And how and how yeah. about if you mention anything to her, she'll make a craft for it. You know, oh. and I'm over there for like ten minutes and then I, I'm you like, You are sitting at a
1: table girl. with this lady. She
2: pulled me over there, like she she goon handed me. She grabbed me by my <laughs> the back of my arm and dragged me to this table so she could show me your crayons and shit and like talking to me how she made a ninja mask out of like a like a paper plate. I'm like, lady, I, I'm I'm working here. What did so, she? Why uh, did
1: she think you were interested? What were you? Did you say anything to her?
2: No, she well she goes. She's watching you being interviewed and she's like, "Are you part of this entourage?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, this is we do a podcast." She like, "Come over here," and she okay, like started like, "Yeah, there it is." Yeah, this
1: entourage. Oh, yeah, he's in the entourage. Um,
2: so, but the, the the queen of the paranormal. You're sitting there, and like I could see it. Like you ask her a question, and then ten seconds in, your eyes just like glaze over. You're I'm like, like oh,
1: man, God. I was really hoping to get like some off the walls answers, and it's,
2: like a but like a succinct one. I don't want That's
1: tr- also true.
2: 30 like a 2 minute answer I don't need to for filibuster. a three-second question.
1: Yeah, that's what we kind of got here. Here's some yeah. more. Sorry listeners. What's the and you know I mean, what's the weirdest thing? Uh, not weird to you, not weird to me maybe, but someone from the outside might look at it and say, "Yeah, that's kind of weird what you, what the queen of the paranormal is doing."
4: Yeah. I'd have to say working with the dowsing rods and they're right here.
1: All right. So anyway, she takes, out these Working two, like, with yeah, she takes out these two sticks and starts spinning them around. It was, it's a whole It's a whole thing. Uh, the whole thing. Uh, yeah, it was a whole thing. With them. Now, I see you also have a crystal ball on your table here. Is that something that you can use and sort of oh, look into the future?
4: I got to tell you about the crystal ball. The crystal ball was given to me three months ago.
1: <laughs> she
2: just got so this it's new. It's a new trick it's that a, you do. <laughs> It's a new
4: trick. I'm well versed in the different tools of the paranormal, but I better never had a crystal ball because they're supposed to be given to you, like tarot cards. Somebody has to give them to you. It's for them. You to can't th- buy tarot cards. No, oh, you can buy them. They give them to somebody else. It's like a fortune
1: cookie. Oh, that's good chiming in again. Like
2: a fortune cookie. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm well versed in all of this stuff. Yeah. Except this, which is like the staple of the paranormal, like the crystal ball it is like it's you like your first thing
1: you get. Right, that'd be day one. It's day one stuff, I would think. Yeah.
4: Exactly. Yeah, true. like the fortune cookie where you have to give one to somebody you never take and back. Your own fortune cookie. No, do right. do that. No, I don't. No. Don't so, worry about that. Um, I got the, I got this ball, yeah. and I went up to the beach. I supercharged it, and here I am this weekend, right? And um, I'm rubbing the ball, and I'm trying to do reading for somebody. And all of a sudden, the ball starts to turn cloudy, and swirls are going through it. And I'm thinking like, oh, what the heck here? This never seen anything like it and i'm a psychic right (laughs) so
1: she's like blown away essentially that it worked isn't that kind of what how that sounds she's like all of a sudden the ball which is a crystal ball it like started turning gray and like stuff was going on on the inside well isn't isn't that what it does supposed to happen is that what oh my god (laughs) like <laughs> Hard to surprise you.
4: I I was stunned. Yeah, I was really stunned uh, w- with that. The reading went well, and we've had uh, kids and parents come up and touch it, move it, and it actually does. It kind of like clouds up and moves. It's wow. so weird, and you should feel how heavy it is.
1: I don't want to drop it here. Yeah, that. That's got some good weight to it. Yeah, that's good weight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: That's weighted on me.
1: Now, growing up, I had a magic eight ball. Is that something (laughs) that you think, is there any, you know, could that work or is that just more of a toy?
4: I I think a lot of psychics use those, to tell you the truth. I I often say I'm not a psychic, but if I see something or hear something, I'll tell
1: you. Mine would often say, like, check back again. You know, like what's that? And have you? Well, I kept doing it and I kept getting the same thing. I guess it wasn't for me. No,
4: it's a game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just a game and, and people play with it and they think like a self-fulfilled prophecy. Okay. I mean, I personally, um, and I get a lot of grief from the ghost hunters and everybody else because personally I feel 98% of all of the paranormal is just BS. What I like is the 2% that we don't know about, that we can't find out with science and, and and the like. That's why I deal with science when I teach school children about energy yeah. and the energy that remains. Dowsing is a science, and right. so this is the type of concept that I have with the paranormal to teach, oh, yeah. advise, and whatnot. So
1: the queen of the paranormal is a science teacher, essentially. She's a science teacher, and not only that, she's
2: just said that ninety-eight percent of the stuff she does is bullshit.
1: I was—it's uh, kind of a letdown. Gang,
2: kind of, I, of a letdown. I but, Yeah. When are we going to get to the good part? Because the good part's coming up. Here we go.
1: What did you think about Michael Holly leaving the Dale and Holly with Keep show?
4: I didn't even hear. I'm sorry. I'm so.
1: No. Angry. I said. I, what did you think about Michael Holly leaving the Dale and Holly with Keep show?
4: Well, why did he leave? What was his main reason? Can you tell me? I have no clue. Wait a minute. I'm a psychic. Hold on. I think I caught cheating on somebody. No. <laughs> Excuse me! Wow. Okay.
1: All right. Well, thank you very much.
4: You're very welcome. Thank you for something by the table. I appreciate it.
1: So she she had to remind herself that she was a psychic. That's right. And she said maybe he was caught cheating on someone. Caught cheating
2: on someone. I was like, oh my but, god. So I can tell this story too because you can't tell it because you were in it. But uh, she did not know who the king of the paranormal was, but it was very close to being you, my my son. <laughs> oh boy. So once this interview gets over, Rich she kinda like pulls Rich aside. And no, like hold on a second see, I'm gonna put on YouTube I'm gonna put on YouTube that there, he does she does a free reading for Rich because she was very excited. She wanted to do a reading for him. So so we did was this interview surprisingly first. accurate.
1: Let me just say this real quick. So she did the interview first then she offered me a free tarot card reading, and then yep. that's when I pulled you away from the crafts lady. I was like, hey, you got to come over here. And then you were like, okay, yeah, great. Yep. So then, yep. then I had the tarot card reading, and then I had what happened after. So, go ahead. so
2: then, so she does the tarot card reading, and I'm sitting there, and I'm filming the whole thing, and Wesley's got the microphone. And so we're like, all right, that was great, thank you. And we shut the camera down, shut the microphone down, and she pulls Rich aside, and she goes to tell him this, this thing, that, that, that he was, you know blah, 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 like, basically, but the way it looked is, like, picture this. uh, This is not good radio, but picture this. She had both her hands flat and she was rubbing the sides of Rich's arm as she's telling him (laughs) these things and kind of drawing him in closer. Yeah. So Rich is standing there rigid like a board, and, like, on the side of his arm, she's just, like, rubbing him, like, up and down, up and down, and Rich... If you you just had to say the word and you would have taken the queen, you would have become the king of the paranormal that day. <laughs> because this lady was feeling it.
1: I think what she liked was my tea Public hoodie with the six out of six stones, maybe, is what she really uh, Yeah, you would have given to.
2: her two out of two stones. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I th- I think I do. You, you do? So guess what, Ryan? She wasn't the only queen we spoke to t- that day. No, she was not. She sh- certainly wasn't. First thing, can you uh, explain to me who you're dressed up
5: as? Hi, I'm the Queen of Kadura from the Rotara book series. It's Rotara, The Legend of Damien. Um, my husband basically wrote a fantasy trilogy and decided that the best way to um, have the queen wander around and lure people to the table was to write me into the series.
1: What does
2: basically wrote a fantasy series mean?
1: I don't know. Did he write the series or not? Yeah. Now, you were telling me, Ron, you really enjoy people who write fantasy series.
2: Oh, actually, Richard, um, slight mistake on your part. I told you the exact opposite of that. Oh, that's right.
1: You hated it. I apologize. Oh, my God. Like
2: How, like... And, like, Liz, can you, like, play back the title of what she's talking about again? Oh, yeah. Can we do that?
5: Hi, I'm the Queen of Kedera from the Rattara book series. So the legend of Damien. Um, my husband based...
1: What Ritarra, the hell is that? the legend of that,
2: Damien? That's nonsense. What you just said is nonsense.
0: She How do you come around. up with these... What was yeah. she,
1: wearing? she was wearing like uh, like a Greek goddess type outfit in a way, right? Oh,
2: absolutely. yeah, it was a, it was totally like a Greek goddess like outfit that she bought off the rack at like Halloween <laughs> City or whatever the fuck. And she, but she's like saying that she's you know this the queen of Retara like or whatever Retara Legend of Damien, and you're looking at these like terrible airbrushed pictures of like these characters that her husband dreamt up. One day, and just started like throwing random words around like Ratara.
1: Yeah, correct. And that then he sound
2: just... like fantasy. It's like that scene in Gentleman Broncos where he's just like you add anus on the end of things and you have a fantasy <laughs> novel <laughs> <Yeah>. like broncanus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like
2: that's basically what it was. Like, that's it's, what we're it, like you with. add ara yeah. at the end of something, and that's like Ratara. Well, we know? saw
1: her. She was walking around the con, and she was like, "What was that guy selling? Like gems." Or like oh crystals. Yeah, crystals. like oh crystals
2: yeah they were like uh, they were like crystals and they were like geodes
1: yeah so she was talking to this crystal salesman for a while and then she was walking away we inter- we went to interview her and then she was like oh why don't you come over here and like meet my husband and he was just sitting in the chair he's like I don't care man like I don- I'm all set you can talk to her I was like okay yeah so we talked to her about this uh, this book series a little bit. <laughs> That makes sense. Have you uh, gone to a lot of cons?
5: Oh yeah, I am a featured cosplay in Rhode Island. Um, here, Granite Con, uh, pretty much any con except for Boston. Boston, how about we? You know, I'd love to be a featured cosplay in Boston.
1: So she got shut out of Boston. How about that?
2: Yeah, like Boston would have taken one look at her and be like, "We're good."
1: <laughs> Where else? That you're from the what now? Yeah, Retara Industry. No, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you got to
2: cosplay something I know. You got to cosplay something I've heard of before to be a featured cosplayer.
1: Correct.
5: Cosplays that you do. Well, at Comic-Cons, I am always the queen. I, this is what I do. It's my job. I make people aware of the trilogy, Ritara. It's
1: her job? It's her job. That's your job? I don't know, man. Maybe. M- maybe.
5: But um, I also do work on the side for Jeremy O'Neill of O'Neill FX Studios. He does do Comic-Con sometimes, but we make your fantasy dreams come to life, so I've been a fairy. I portray Lucretia Moscova, the divination's teacher, at the Hogwarts-style um, Wizarding School that we have in Worcester and Diagon Alley Days, so pretty much anything you can think of. When people ask me, I tell them I'm a queen and a witch and a fairy.
2: Fun fact: When she said Jeremy, was the guy named Jeremy Davis or something like that? Yeah, effect studio. I thought she said Jeremy Davis, the sex studio. Oh
1: my god! Then and my eyes
2: something. got, my eyes got real big, and I'm like, here we go. And then she started talking about Harry Potter, and I was like, oh,
1: yeah, like the wizard school in Worcester. I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So tell me about the Queen. What what are her characteristics?
5: Well, uh, the Queen was uh, a very low, scullery maid type person in the King's kingdom, and unfortunately after a horrible plague came in and started to decimate the kingdom, including the King himself, uh, he found out that I was healing people. I have the gift to heal, and I would wander around the kingdom and I would heal the sick, and the King, of course, grabbed me up and said come heal me and I refused to heal him until he you know mended his ways took better care of his people and in his gratitude for his life elevated me to the status of Queen I was no. much beloved
1: okay Boring. Yeah, I know. How do you heal people?
5: I heal people basically the uh, the mighty one, the divine being, or the god of this world has embowed me with the power to heal, to protect. So it's more of a, um, if I know your heart is pure and you're willing to live a good life, then uh, hands on and you are healed.
1: I was really hoping it was like, i got to stick one finger up your anus, and i got to like, put one finger in your ear, and i got to like. you know what I, mean? I was like, And then we switch
2: them. <laughs>
1: right? But it was like, uh, no, she did not, nothing really. It, right.
2: it was at this point where I believe that she thought that this was real, you know?
1: Yeah, she was good. She was convincing. Every con, yeah. except for Boston, this is how she, she shows up. Um, now, what were your thoughts when Holly left the Dale and Holly with Keep show?
5: It's a sad day for all Thank you very much. It was a sad day for all. It was. Okay.
1: She has no idea what you're talking about. No, no clue. But she played along. I was actually hoping, it would have been funnier if she just said, I have no idea who it is. But yeah, that's all right. All right, next guy we talked to was a gentleman in a Deadpool costume. And he was also holding like a puppet version of Colossus.
2: Yeah, it was one of those costumes where it looks like you're being piggybacked.
1: Yeah. So it looked like right.
2: Colossus was piggyback. He was Deadpool, but it looked like so he's Colossus doing was doing two him voices. A Admittedly, yeah.
1: this is not a strong interview, but here it is anyway. I'm here I'm now with, uh, with Deadpool, who's joined also by Colossus. Now, Deadpool, it seems as though you're controlling Colossus. Oh, I can't control Colossus. And I can't control Deadpool. So right there, you can hear the difference in the voices. Yeah. If it's how much. <laughs> oh, I can't control Colossus. And I can't control Deadpool. Yeah. Not. Have you
2: ever seen the movie
1: Ski School? No. But didn't didn't uh was it South Park didn't, no not South Park. Didn't uh It's Always Sunny do an episode like basically on ski school. Oh yeah, but yeah. no there
2: was it was or ski patrol. It was ski patrol, ski not patrol. ski school. Oh okay. With the guy Suicide, who had like the two like puppets that he would talk to and he would oh. do different voices for both of them?
1: Yes, actually. That, I have. This is
2: basically that guy this is who is that we guy. ran into.
1: So yeah. the slightly higher voice is Deadpool, the deeper voice is Colossus. So that was Colossus. Uh, for those of you who can't see it, is Colossus going to be in uh, the new movie? Oh, I can't say. They're not going to pay me enough. Can you tell us anything about the movie? Uh, well, I know Bob Ross makes an appearance. Does he really? Oh, yeah. You haven't seen the little trailer? I have seen the trailer. I don't know if he was in the movie or not. Well, that was clearly Bob Ross, so, you know, he must be. Uh, Just because he's Bob the... Ross has been dead for about 20 years. Yeah, and I don't so think Bob Ross is going to be in the, in the he movie. He is not. But anyway. No, damn, mean... lie. Listen to him. Colossus, are you being held against your will? No, I'm taking him back to the mansion to talk to the professor. Is uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead in this movie? Yes, she is. So, you're telling me some few things about this movie. She's growing her hair now a little, so you I recognize her, but yeah. What was it like working with cable? Can't say. Kind of tight lift on that, huh? Uh, Let me ask you this. Uh, The Oscars are tonight. Are you going to be watching?
5: They always don't do the uh, superhero movies, never get nominated. We boycott
1: it. You guys are boycotting the Oscars. Yes. Uh, What was your thoughts when you heard that Michael Hawley was leaving the Dale and Hawley with Keefe show? I was devastated. What about you, Deadpool? (laughs) I don't follow sports. Thank you. (laughs) All right.
2: Is that, by far, the worst Eastern European accent you've ever heard in your life?
1: Yes. That is the worst. Yeah. That is the worst one. In fact, that is maybe the worst interview we've done. Now, the answers weren't great, but the questions weren't great either. That was that was not great. That was not a very well. Good you
2: knew one. what you were, it, like. I know. You had the first question. You had Early the energy, on, and then I you're interview. like, "God damn it!" And then you're like, "I'm stuck with this guy." But the best the best part of that interview, you didn't play because I was dying laughing when you ended the interview. You went, Thanks, guys. Like there was two, people, like, there was two people
0: there.
2: I for whatever reason I thought that was the funniest thing. You're Thank
1: like, thanks you. guys, thanks it's guys. It's fucking one thanks guy was there. One guy. was one. Guy. I mean, he was so convincing though. I was Like thanks, thanks a lot guys. All right, this yeah. this next guy we found in a uh, one of those hotel rooms that David yeah. mentioned before.
2: Really sketchy.
1: Very sketchy. It had like two. <laughs> it was literally like trying to lure like a little kid in. Like yeah. All he was missing was like. Uh, like like a box of wine and uh, I don't even I don't know like, what else
2: like like lifesavers like candies
1: and like a potato gun like that's and what this, he and missing. this
2: guy was the most skittish dude I, I think we've you've ever interviewed I've seen you He interview. may have
1: been so in this room there was two segas two nintendos like a game cast or no a dreamcast, dreamcast. which you loved. Yeah. And a couple other things. And so here's this gentleman. I'm here with video game uh, enthusiast Andrew. Andrew, how are you? I'm doing pretty good.
0: What is your favorite system? That's hard to uh, figure out, but I would say Game Boy. That's a, I feel like that is a rare answer. Favorite system? It's a system?
2: rare answer. Game Boy. So remember when you, the best part too is when you, you started the interviews, They guitar, if we interview you and he goes, I don't represent this room!
1: Yeah, oh yeah, he did. He was a little worried that we would think that he was in charge of that room that just yeah, had like, we're like six dude, consoles. Just
2: chill out, like, just
1: calm down. I like, just want to talk to you about, you know, the con, if you don't mind. Really, favorite game for the Game Boy?
0: Tetris. You got Tetris or Kirby?
1: Which game are you better at? Tetris. Would you say you're better than everybody in this room at Tetris?
0: Probably not because we could test that with the Tetris over there.
1: Really? Now do you like challenging people in games?
0: Not so much, no.
1: Not a competitive person? No. Nah. Now, do you like... <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> not at all. Uh, team, like uh, co-op games or do you like more solo player games?
0: Depends upon the game, but solo usually. Yeah. Do you have a current system right now? I think the newest thing I have is my 3DS, I have a 360, PS3, and a Wii. I don't have any of the current gen stuff. I do play PC a lot though. Oh, what
1: game are you playing for PC right now?
0: Uh, Dead by Daylight and Overwatch. I was like, oh!
1: Hey, now you got my attention. You had me at Overwatch. Who do you main on Overwatch?
0: Junkrat, Roadhog, which I kind of look like... (laughs) I mean, come on. Um, sometimes Bastion, but not much.
1: So Junkrat, that's that's my guy. Uh, Wes has guy. been using Roadhog now. He had a good Roadhog the other night, so it's probably out. Bastion, eh, I guess we could take a Bastion. we do a Bastion, yeah, yeah. Take a Bastion. Is there a character that frustrates you the most playing against in Overwatch?
0: Widowmaker... Bastion. Bastion. I hate Bastion when I'm versing him. What is your rank right now? Oh god, it's low. It's, I, I don't know what it is for the current competitive season, but I know for, I think competitive uh, Capture the Flag is 900, which is low. What the hell?
1: Do they do different? Is PC and PlayStation different? I don't
2: think so. So if he's a 900, like I'm not I'm not poo-pooing the young man. I just, I hope he's,
1: that he's can't wrong, because
2: that's, that's real low.
1: No, they're nobody's 900
2: like we're we're good not great and we're above 2000 right just to give you a frame of reference here and also if he's
1: just playing capture the flag he's missing out on I don't know all the best parts of the game right uh, are you amazed how this game has continued to add new things for free it seems like nobody else is doing this
0: loot boxes that's how they fund it
1: <laughs> now do you have you paid for any loot boxes
0: no unfortunately I've bought stuff on team fortress Two. and oh
1: and uh, what did you think when Michael Holly left the Dale Hollywood Keep show?
0: I don't know who that is.
1: <laughs> there you <Chunker>. go. No. <laughs> well, he
2: was—he was, he was very—and uh, not to—not to, not to tell—I can say this, you can't. He was very, very upset with the people of uh, another Boston rock radio station, WAAF.
0: Yeah, Apparently, I guess, they, they
2: were mean to
1: him. I guess at PAX East they were asking him some inappropriate questions, and he was a little concerned. He thought maybe we would be more mean spirited. Whereas I feel no. like I feel like that's not what we do. We just bring the people on, and they say what they want to say.
2: Yeah, and we and we you know I'll do a comment here or there, say like you know that sure. wasn't a good, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know. Hey, we're all in together,
1: you. man. This thing called yeah, life. Man. I would yeah. say uh, we have three people. We have a couple. We have two more interviews, but we have three people. I would say are, that are in our. Comic-Con Hall of Fame. We have this gentleman.
0: How are you doing, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Joshua Adams. I'm CEO and founder of Cosplayer Nation.
1: He is for sure in there. Absolutely. Uh, I would say she... I was doing Junko Inoshima
4: from Danganronpa. She is in there.
1: She is definitely in there.
4: I have real daggers. The plastic ones, I can twirl.
1: She is definitely in there.
4: And I would say
1: the OG going all the way back to the first Northeast Comic-Con.
5: I'm dressed as Scotty or Scotty.
1: Yep. Those three. We've had some other good ones. We had the kid with the fetus game. I think he was pretty good. Scotty
2: uh, or Scotty was, was pretty good.
1: As I'm saying, Scotty or Scotty was good.
0: Tokanishi Takahashi.
1: And, of course, <laughs> Joshua Adams. Joshua Adams. <laughs> well, was, I
2: thought I think Joshua Adams by far is our best one because he approached us.
1: He That's a good point. He was super into it. He was absolutely yeah. into it. All right, we have two more. Uh, this guy, I was hoping to be – he had he is an author. We're gonna we're gonna tell you about the book that he has, and but he had a sign behind him that said "conspiracies are all are everywhere." And so Mac and Goo were like, "Oh, Keith, you have got to go talk to that guy." And I was like, yep. "Yes, I want to talk to this guy." But similar to the Queen of Parent Normal, way more normal than I was ever hoping for i'm now joined by christopher panicia
3: author of gridiron conspiracy christopher christopher can you tell us about your book uh yeah the book uh gridiron conspiracy is um you know obviously you guys talk about this all the time and it's a big hot topic with head trauma uh, so he knew who i was he knew who w- he knew all about weei
2: and that was awesome because you go like hey i'm you know i'm rich Keith. Uh, i'm rich keith he's like i know
1: <laughs> yeah i was like oh okay <laughs> Yeah. Like, uh... like that's
2: pretty. That's pretty disarming, right from the start. You're like, oh, I'm, this is my podcast. This is dork podcast. Like, I'm yeah. Rich Keefe. I'm, huh. on. and he's like, I know who. I know exactly who you are.
3: I was like, oh, so you're <laughs> gonna be. Probably more normal. Uh, and yeah. I played football for the Air Force, and I had to really face that. And of course, you know, we we here in New England, we see it all the time with Kevin Turner, and you know, lately, of course, with the, the late Junior Seau. So I wanted to create a story based on that. I didn't want to put people in the middle and say, "Listen, I'm just going to talk to you about the science of head trauma." So I wanted to come up with something that people would, you know, look in a fictional way, you know imagine if a large company or in this case a professional league had to decide whether or not they were going to keep the ball rolling. In other words, you know, what's it all about? It's all about money. And, you know, they're printing the Benjamins and they're printing the money. And guess what? A large league is not going to stop playing. You know, so they have to come up with something else in order to do it.
1: So he ends up talking about, like, you know, if you clone people. So it's like a sci-fi type thing. So he actually gave me a copy of the book, which is really nice of him. Haven't had a chance to read it yet, but it's called Gridiron Conspiracy. You can go uh, and check that bad boy out. So let's see, then I, let's skip ahead here. I ask him a couple other questions. Now, the tagline it looks like is uh, the conspiracy is everywhere. So, is that safe to say you uh, believe in other
3: conspiracies? Well, considering I grew up here in New England and I'm a New England fan, we're no stranger to controversy or conspiracy here. So, absolutely, there is a conspiracy for everything.
1: Now, where do you stand on uh, the moon landing?
3: Of course the moon landing's real. The only problem about the moon landing is, is guess what's already there? Space station already there on the moon.
2: <laughs> I, have a, I have a theory about that, a dork podcast theory about the space station on the moon that I, I thought of in the shower the other day. Really? But one of the other things that we, we have to do I, uh, before I forget, this guy also said a couple times, like, yeah, I call the show and you never take my calls.
1: That's out of my hands. I've gotten that complaint yeah. before. That's completely out of my hands.
2: Yeah, it's out of your hands. But take, take that guy's calls.
1: I, w- I will next time. Well, again, you know what the
2: space when... station on the moon is, Richard?
1: Uh-huh. What is that? Wakandans. Oh, my goodness gracious. The
2: people, from, people of Wakanda have been on the moon for decades.
1: So I was telling uh Jason Rossi, who's one of our producers now, about like we're talking about conspiracies. I think I was telling him about the Mac and Goo episode. And then he's like, What's your biggest conspiracy? I'm like, Oh well I'm like, I don't think we've been to the moon or whatever. And I'm like, Do you, do you have any conspiracies? He's like, No, no, not really. And then he, after a minute he's like, Well he's like, You know about like reptile like reptiles? Like reptile people? I'm like, Yeah. He's like Yeah, lizard uh, people. Yeah, he's like, You know how like there's <laughs> people think that, like all of the presidents have been reptile people and they live in the middle of the earth. I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I kind of believe in that. I was like, well, what are you talking about? You don't have any. That's like the made... most, like, yeah, that's the most ridiculous one. And, and, you you go... believe... and then it's you other... guys
2: dropped one on me that I had never heard of before, and now I'm like freaked oh, out.
1: Finland or the that Finland so...
2: that Finland's not real. That yeah, Finland's Finland doesn't not a real place.
1: Place. Yeah, again, you got to go back to Mac and go. We we covered a lot of ground there. I think we're yeah. going to do another Conspiracy Volume Two at some point as well. Do you have to call that Electric Boogaloo? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, would, I would think so.
3: So I assume you believe in aliens? Absolutely, that's my second book. Heaven's Gate is based on the ancient aliens theory. Do you think aliens would be good at football? Why aren't they playing now? They possibly are playing right now. You think- Who knows, we could be the aliens. I had not considered that, that we are aliens. Now, where do you stand on ghosts? Where do we stand on what? Ghosts. Ghosts. Absolutely. We got a nice paranormal lady over here. I'll talk to you all day about ghosts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, pal? Yeah. She's not into ghosts.
3: You don't get the half of it, my man.
1: We certainly yeah. did talk to her.
3: Uh, who killed JFK? Who killed JFK? Come on. You know who killed JFK. It was us. The government, man. <laughs> Do you believe that Finland exists? <laughs> Only education in Finland exists.
1: What? I, just, I
2: don't know. What that. So Finland apparently has the best education, public education system in the world. The kids go to school for like four hours a day and like half of it is like recess. Oh, awesome. okay.
1: Yeah. All right. That makes sense then. All right. Last interview of the day. This was a gentleman. This actually was the first interview we did, but it's the last one we're going to play. It was a, a gentleman wearing like a trench coat but he was wrapped entirely in chain. He was wearing plastic chain. chains. Pla- well, yeah, but chains nonetheless, yeah. right? We are here at Northeast Comic Con, and first of all, sir, could you tell me who you're dressed as? I am Mr. Chainlink. I ain't dressed as anyone.
0: I'm here in the flesh, as it were.
1: <laughs> so,
2: so it was an independent comic, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, Correct. right? That was The author is just standing next to us sheepishly and just letting this guy talk. Yes, And he spent... The whole this whole interview looking for the page what see so we could see what mister Chain Link looked like.
1: That's correct. He couldn't
2: even find it in his own comic book. <laughs>
1: That is 100% right. Mr. Chainlink, now, where uh, can I find that guy?
0: Well, the writer is right here. Show him, yeah. show him the best page you ever wrote. <laughs> yes, sir.
3: Hey. I'm Ken and with HB Comics.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he. Had, so he's flipping through the book trying to find it, and he can't. For like 10 minutes.
0: Yeah.
2: Like,
1: now, is this, this is an original character called Chainface. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you knew his name, too. You were just pushing buttons at this point.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, his, his whole face was wrapped around in chains. Now is this this is an original character called Chainface? Chain Link. Chain Link. Chain link. Now Chain Link, could you tell us about some of your powers? Sure. What I am composed of living
0: chain. Through and through there is no flesh left and it's all just chain. Regenerates. Anything a damn chain can do.
1: Now, I don't mean to uh, speak out of school here. Are you a a superhero, a supervillain, somewhere in between? I I am an enterprising businessman, you see. I am in the waste management business. You're in waste management? Yeah. (laughs)
2: I was confused as to whether or not the character of Chainlink ran a waste management company or this man
1: I had a hard time with
2: that behind the costume was a garbage
1: man I had a hard time with that yeah Yeah. how's that going? it is what it is like it's a dirty business
0: I don't know what you're talking about I'm an outstanding citizen what is Mr. Chainlink? out! time out, time out
2: time out time out the best part he goes not I'm an upstanding citizen he said I'm an outstanding citizen
3: it is what it is.
1: Like it's a dirty business. I don't know
0: what you're talking about. I'm an outstanding
1: citizen. <laughs> He's an outstanding citizen. I'm an outstanding citizen. Yeah, that's pretty good. He's an outstanding citizen. So then you you chime in here and you ask him a question as well. This is a good question. What is Mr. Chainlink's towing capacity? What is Mr. Chainlink's towing capacity? What do you got? Oh, <laughs> so <do> you go <laughs> <laughs> like a boat or something? Like a small boat. <laughs> <And he> goes, <laughs> goes, yeah. Yeah, he could do yeah. a boat. He could, he could do a boat. Yeah. So the, the best is at that point, the illustrator or the, the creator of the comic looks up from flipping and goes, Yeah, he could do a boat. <laughs> Like that's it
2: though. What I ask him I'm like, what's the towing capacity of Mr. Chainlink? He goes, He's like,
1: What do you got? Yeah, what do like, you got? <laughs> like it's a legit question. Right, so my guy's like, I can't confirm he could do a boat. A boat, he could pull a boat. Yeah, absolutely he could pull a boat. Now what is uh what are some of the complications that he runs into on a daily basis? Um well Rain, rain magnetism. Rain. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm not stainless steel. No, no so, so rain's an issue.
0: Yeah. Is it Mr. Man- an issue? What's that? <laughs> was it mystery man an issue of his? Something he has to
1: deal with? It? He hasn't had to deal with them yet. Yeah. So then some guy starts chiming in. I don't know who the hell that guy was. Yeah who the hell that getting, guy getting uh, issue, issue three? Issue three. Issue three. Now are you a nocturnal person or what are you up during the night? Yeah that's when most of the business happens if you will. Yes. Most that's of the, the bu- business that's, that's when the bulk the of the work is the work shifts tend to be You know, away from prying eyes. So most of the waste management happens at night? Exactly. Nobody wants to see where the trash ends up if you catch my drift. Now, sir, uh, you're still flipping through?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No one wants to see where the trash ends up if you catch my drift. I do not. I I, do not know what you're talking about right now. I have no fucking
1: idea what you're saying. And, and the guy My man guys over here Is still, still flipping, flipping through, through. <laughs> My man over here Is still crushing pages Now sir uh, You're still flipping through Yeah I found
0: him This is uh, oh, There we go Can we get a shot of that has so you know, go. oh, got There's the Chain Chainlink uh, Chainlink uh, uh, You know <laughs> Gentlemen's establishment yeah, Very uh, nice he's a fine Outstanding business He is. Give them all your business So now
1: he's Mr. Chainlink Is at a uh, strip club An outstanding
2: business
1: Yeah an outstanding business <laughs> Now does Chainlink have Perhaps a female friend?
0: Um, oh yeah, you said He has
1: many, as many a female friends. <laughs> Uh, we got lab candy in every issue, right? lab candy, lab candy, Lap candy. You got it. Now, it's not is mine. it now, I'm boss? Again, not to get too crass here, but is it chain everywhere? <laughs> that is a personal question. No, that's fair. Last question before I get out of here: What were your thoughts on Michael Holly leaving Dale and Holly with Keith? Uh,
0: I'm not much of a
1: radio man myself. Thank you very much. Hey, no worries.
2: Okay. I'm more into the lap candy. <laughs> yeah. You know who's never, you know who's never had sex? <laughs> People who say lap candy.
1: <laughs> yeah, you you might be right about that. There's a, there's a chance you're onto something there. So that's gonna do it for our interviews from uh, Northeast Comic Con. I uh, again, I don't think we have any Hall of Famers. I liked Chain Face. I thought he was pretty good. <laughs> it's the Chain Link. Chain Link. I like Chain Link. I liked. Uh, I wanted to like the queen of the paranormal a lot more, but she's just not. She was I mean, not. We're
2: at the point now, we might have to We might have to avoid. If we see that she's on the list at a con, we might have to not go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perhaps. All right, are you ready for the, uh, the last portion of the program? Yeah, yes, I am. Okay. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, kick, receive, defer, defend a goal. I'm going to receive because I'm really
2: excited about this. All right, let's hear it. So, you, you knew this was coming, and what I was alluding to first is the reason that Goo was initially holding the camera for the queen of the paranormal was I was in the bathroom peeing because, Richard, <laughs> what was I doing?
3: <laughs> you
1: drank more goddamn soda that I day was than anybody. Enjoying,
2: I was enjoying a Wild Bill's old-fashioned soda pop where Wild Bill came, and he, he I bought a mug from Wild Bill, and he said, if you buy a mug, you can have unlimited soda throughout the entire day. And... Boy, howdy, did I drink a lot of soda. So, and it's actually really good. I got a really cool mug. They have really cool mugs. These, like, these flamed uh, copper mugs that look really cool. Uh, Check out Wild Bill's Old Fashioned Soda Pop. Go to wildbillsoda.com to see what they they offer. A wonderful, wonderful vanilla cream soda. I wish they had some ginger ale, because that really would have made the day, but... Uh, I'm smelling a sponsor. I'm Um, smelling a sponsor. Video Game Minute, sponsored by Wild Bill's Old Fashioned Soda Pop. Let's have it.
1: I I agree. That should happen. And not to tell Goo how to do his job, but maybe a... uh Davy's face photoshopped on top of Soda Popinski. I think that could be in the works as well. Oh, yeah. Because this guy was drinking. He kept refilling. And I knew you were going to get it, too, because you, you stared at the thing so many times. You're like, oh, should I get a soda? Should I get a mug? Should I get a mug and get some soda? I'm like, just get the mug and get some soda. And then every and I time we it. walked by it, you were refilling that bad boy. So oh, yeah. It was a great day.
2: I think, My, I, do. I think I peed like six times in like the two hours yeah, we were well, there.
1: It's, that was, it was an issue. My pick of the podcast is the series Waco. I finished it. It was a six-part series on David Koresh with uh, Taylor Kitsch playing uh, the role of the cult leader. Although, maybe he's not in a cult. Maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, I do think that it was, not to go spoiler here, I would give it like a four and a half out of six. So that was good. It was worth watching. It was a bit of a, like, Branch Davidians propaganda piece at times. Oh, boy. I would say. Like, I... I don't know. Maybe this is the truth. I guess you can determine what you want to from watching this, but it's sort of a different side of the situation in Waco, is what I would say.
2: Texas forever, indeed.
1: It sure were, Ryan. Next week uh, we have another open week. I think it maybe we just really dive, you know, balls deep into the Dork Madness three.
2: You know what? Uh, our our friend, um, our friend Fridge from the Good Brothers podcast had an idea too that I want to. I'll, I'll air it out on on air, Richard. Air it out. What if we we cover the Razzies at one
1: time? Just this year's Razzies,
2: or just we make it a thing where we talk about the Razzies and the worst films of the year?
1: Oh yeah, I like that. Or we could just look at rat like the bet the worst of the worst. Yep. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Like the worst. You no, know, it's not movies. the worst of the worst. What's that?
2: Wild Bill's old fashioned soda pop. For
1: Christ's sake, he's getting another... You got two free ones here. Yeah, he did. Well. Well, you can, uh you can <laughs> subscribe, rate, and review. There's nothing else I can say to that. Subscribe, rate, and review on the iTunes to hashtag Dork. We are on YouTube, youtube.com slash Dork Podcast, including a new video from uh, our buddy Marcus at the Boxers Podcast. He did a Keefspiracy rap, and it's really good, so you should check that out. Uh, Davey will probably be uploading my tarot card reading. Yes, I will. At some point, so that's a treat. Twitter at Dork Podcast, and Davey, where can the people follow you?
2: At Von D on any and all social media. A little little look behind the curtain. I will be on vacation the next three weeks, so please look out for any Twitch streams that I do midday, where a big feature is I just picked up the the most recent Resident Evil, which I haven't played yet, so I'm doing a blind playthrough of that. Oh,
1: nice. Nice. All right, that'll do it. Uh, Ryan, good stuff. I'll talk to you next week, sir.
2: God bless. All right.